Hello everyone, this is Trevor with Tea Time Reports. Welcome back to the uh, the show, the podcast, and uh, got a nice little music slash album breakdown um, episode today, and it's going to be From the Bayou, uh, NBA Youngboy and the Birdman collab, um, in, released in 2021, this 13-track album, um, total length of around 38 minutes, um, is one of my favorite projects, and if not one of my favorite duet albums. <clears throat> Just because Birdman is not only so iconic, but the mixture of him and NBA Youngboy really, really does a justice, in my personal opinion. Um, but there's so many really good songs on this album. This was the final album that NBA Youngboy released in 2021. Uh, make sure everyone, if you have not checked this out, please do it for yourself. Obviously, listen to the review. If it, you know, kind of maybe reaches out to you in a way, maybe go and listen to it. But maybe if it's not your type of style, then by all means, to each their own, but uh, I definitely would recommend this album if you are into hip-hop or rap. It is one of my uh, one of my gems, if you will, um, for me personally. I love the song We Ride. Uh, track 2 is really good. Open Arms, track 4 is so good. So is Alligator Walk, track 5. Young Stunna, track 7 is really good. Um, Safe Than Sorry is really, really fucking good. Um... But the best song on this album, Heart and Soul, it's just, it's perfect. It's a perfect song in my, my, I guess, amateur opinion. Um, it really is one of his best, maybe it was one of his best songs ever. Um, just because of the vibes in it are just immaculate. Overall, in my opinion, that might be in his top five songs of all time. But to each their own, obviously, I personally think that, but people may think other. How You Know, track 10 is also really good. Black Ball, track 12 is really good as well. Um, God damn it, this whole album is just so good. Uh, I can sit here and nitpick these songs and try and tell you, oh, this one's better than that one, but my top three are Heart and Soul, How You Know, and Black Ball. Achievements is also really good. Um... This whole album, I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. I think it's... I I think people will like this more than his recent albums, which I love all of his albums and projects. Whatever he puts out, I love it. I find some way to love it somehow. Um, But in my personal opinion, this album, because of its shortened length, um, it seems as if he maybe put a little more attention into the composition of making this album from scratch. Um, making sure he picks the correct songs that go well together. Um, and this this is a perfect example of that. Um, there's a note here for the for the album. Alligator Walk, The Bigger End, Young Stunna, Safe Than Sorry, Heart and Soul, How You Know, and Achievement, and Black Ball are solely performed by Young Boy Never Broke Again, although every song on the mixtape is credited to him and Birdman. Very interesting. But honestly, you kind of already know how Birdman is. He kind of takes ownership. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Um, Kind of one of those guys. But fun fact about this album. um, On the charts in 2021, on the US Billboard 200 list, it was ranked 19. That was its peak position. And the US top R&B slash hip-hop albums... Um, Billboard, he got top 10. He was ranked at 9 for this album uh, at its peak. 
and then the overall chart in 2022, its position was uh, 88th, which is pretty cool that it's still kind of carry carried over success. Um, but yeah, no, this album as a total, like as a whole, just a gem. Um, it it's not like gonna be solely like really deep vibe shit, like put you in the feeling put you in your feelings type of music. It's not all that. There is some head boppers for sure. But uh, I think this album in general, I mean, I've talked about <laughs> NBA Youngboy, NBA Youngboy's catalog so much um, that this was kind of released in a time where he still is dropping so many albums every year. But 2020 was kind of the start of it. And then 2021, he really kind of exploded with just dropping project left and right, and this was the final project of that year, so it did eventually carry over into 2022, because it didn't see a full calendar year um, in 2021, obviously, because of the release, but I personally believe that it is one of, if not his best duet album. Um, it's just hard to say, because the one with uh, Rich the Kid is really good. He's done a lot of duets. Yeah. I don't know, because... Don't get me wrong, I love 3860. Uh, I love that one. With, um... Kwando. And I really did enjoy... Um... Better Than You with the Baby. I really also enjoyed Nobody Safe. Man, he's done a duet every single year. Except not this year yet. That's crazy. Um, yeah, from 2020 to 2022, he was doing a duet every year. But no, like, if you guys haven't heard Kane and O-Dog or, um, or Reeler or Still Flexin', Still Steppin', some of those albums are like this one. They're very slept on um, because there wasn't a lot of tracks, the track list wasn't long, and there wasn't as many hits as there normally is on an NBA Youngboy album, but these albums still hold as much value as what I would say Decided, or Until uh, Death Call My Name, Reloaded, or AI Youngboy, all of his albums still hold the same value in my personal opinion, um, it's genuinely just up to the listener at that point to kind of depict, you know, what the sound of, you know, Youngboy, like what Youngboy sound do you fuck with? And you can kind of dive into that subcategory of his catalog and kind of learn more, but also experience more of his sounds. Because he has a very wide range of capabilities to be able to do crazy things with not only production, but with his voice. And some of his vocals are really what pulls the songs and ties them together, um, in my personal opinion. And just his overall like ability to not sound repetitive uh, in his songs, in my opinion, like he's able to kind of bring a different sound or a different vibe to every single song. And that's what makes him so unique and different. And especially you, you hear that in this album where you're expecting a complete, you know, kind of thug or street, you know, kind of album where it's like heavily, you know, on, on that, on those topics. But in this, it's like, you know, heart and soul, bro, like, just listen to that out, listen to that song, and you'll realize why I love this album, like, that is the reason why this album is good for me, heart and soul is so good, 
I, I don't know when, like, I, I think I found this song in, like, it was when this album came out, but, like, I, when I found it, I needed it, you know, type shit. So, like, I'm just glad that I was able to you know, kind of pull that out of nowhere and find this album. You know, I, I love that about NBA Youngboy's catalog is that there's always going to be a song that maybe you haven't heard. Maybe you haven't been been able to listen to that album. Um, not many people will go out of their way and listen to an entire uh, catalog or, you know, um, an entire, I guess, career's worth of music from from an artist because maybe it takes too much time. Maybe it's just not what they're into. But um, I can safely say I've listened to every NBA Youngboy project released. And uh, obviously there's some unreleased and some hidden songs out there I haven't listened to yet, but I try and find as much as I can when I can. Um, but no, this is one of those albums, in my personal opinion, that you can genuinely, you know, throw that in the car, you're on the way to work, you're on your way home from work, any kind of vibe, any kind of situation, this album can be thrown on, or at least a couple songs from it can be. Um, I will be honest with you. Not all of it is going to be, like, the best album. It's not going to be, like, stellar. But 100 Rounds, We Ride, Choppa Boy, um, The Bigger End, Young Stunna, Heart and Soul, How You Know, Achievements, Black Ball. Like, those are really some of the, obviously, the bigger songs. But I, I still can't sleep on uh, Open Arms, Alligator Walk, and Stuck With Me, or... Um, safe than sorry. There's so many good songs on this album that I've learned to appreciate, and I really love the uh, the music videos for some of these uh, songs in this particular album. Mainly because maybe maybe because Birdman had his you know his involvement with the creative process and the the marketing process. But I really did enjoy the vibe in general from 2021 NBA YoungBoy. He only dropped two albums that year, which was kind of a slow year for him. Especially considering that in 2020 he dropped uh, five albums in total. In 2019 he only dropped one. In 2018 he dropped five, uh, six, is six albums. 2017 he dropped four. 2016 he dropped two. And then moving forward in time, from 2021 he dropped. Oh my God! One, two, three. Four, five, six, seven, eight, eight albums in 2022, and that's including a deluxe package from um, the last Slime and Toe. Um, and then in 2023, he's dropped three so far, and I heard he's dropping another one soon, so that's going to be lit, and I can't wait for that album. Um, but like, he's at that point where he's still not stale, you know. His craft, his production. His ideas, his whole sound is still not stale to me. And this guy drops albums every year. You know, he's not pulling a Travis Scott. He's not pulling a Drake. And maybe that takes away from the artistic value for sure of his craft. But in my personal opinion, his music speaks for itself. Like, you don't need years to want to appreciate Youngboy in my personal opinion. Like, some artists have to because they, they need that long, you know, interval for that creative that creative process <clears throat> and making it how exactly they want it to but i feel like nba Youngboy, in a weird way obviously there's some songs where it's like okay what, what you know probably not the best 
amount of effort put into it, but most of the time you feel like, damn, this guy really, really just has, ha- has it like that. He's really just, those sound en- engineers, man, you guys are, you know, you get work, that's for sure, especially if you work with him. The guy's pumping out, on average, three, four albums a year now. So, I mean, that's just so much content, so much music, and it always, you know, each album he drops, there's always at least four or five instant bangers, and there's always at least seven to eight songs that are definitely playlist-worthy, in my personal opinion. And I do appreciate his long and short track lists. I just really appreciate um, overall the sound of his music, man. But I think, you know, now we're seeing the trend of him doing, like, really longer, like, a lot longer albums. And I like that because there's more to dive into, more to kind of, like, review and experience. Um and maybe a sound he hasn't t- like tapped into yet, or um, maybe there's a feature that I just need to hear. I would love for him to do another duet. I really think that those work for him, uh, and especially this one. And this was kind of like his first really, like I think his first duet was Nobody's Safe in 2020 with uh, Rich the Kid. That was very successful in my opinion. And then this, the, this, um, duet album with Birdman, um, from the Bayou a year later only worked probably better, you know, and then he did, um, the one with the baby and then, um, with Quando. So like, he's really selective obviously with who he works with. Um, maybe that has to do with beef or maybe that has to do with drama, but I really do think that he's able to find the correct artist to match his sound with. Um, and it's just, so awesome listening to the finished product. Um, but I really do hope that in this upcoming album, and you know, obviously we'll talk about it when it you know, drops so I can review it, but I hope that we still get some of that remnants of that old young boy, man. And that's one thing that I listen to him like for the most is can he somehow capture that sound again? That I'm not saying he's not good, I'm not saying that his sound has changed drastically. But what I'm saying is there was something special with AI Youngboy. That was one of my favorite and if not my favorite rap album of all time. And there was something about that album that he's just never been able to recapture. I don't know if it's the sound, the production, the writing, the hooks, whatever you, whatever element goes into this, this music creating process. I don't know. There's something about his music that has never been the same since then. Just something to think about. Not a bad or a good thing, in my personal opinion. Just something that will happen to artists over time. Time will change them. They'll change themselves. Um, but no, I mean, that, from the Bayou, like I said, probably a 9 out of 10 for me. Um, if you haven't listened to it, it has a really good amount of tracks to kind of jam out to and enjoy. Definitely at least 5 that you can add to your playlist for sure. Um and just overall, make sure when you listen to Young Boy, you kind of go in with an open mind, and you know you, you enjoy first of all everything that you would enjoy about some of your artists: the production value, the lyrics, the writing. This guy can get really you know relatable, in my personal opinion. And I I love some of his just overall not mind bending songs, but trippy ish kind of songs, like with the with the really really methodical beats, and like he'll hop on and be be really like in tune with his vocals and it just works it really sounds good and um i want more of that and i just would love overall a full album of that kind of vibe and i think we got that with ai young boy 
And I think that's why I like it so much. But maybe if AI Youngboy 3 comes out, we can get a little bit of that masterpiece again. You know, a little bit of that recipe for success. The, the, the reason why that sound sounded so good, I think. Why, why that initial... That, that was his first big album. AI Youngboy was his first big album. Why it sounded so good, I don't know. Was it because of his youth? You know, was it because of that that production? You know, was it a sound engineer? Was it his writing then? What he was doing with his voice, his manipulation with his voice, his composition? What was different? But it just, there's something that was. And it's blatant, but it's also subtle. Because you can't sit, sit there and say, oh, no, he's changed 100%. No, he hasn't. But he's lost something, man. There's something that... He had in that album, and it um, it didn't carry over to the next, and he never carried it over from it again. In a sense, it was a sense of it was like clarity, you know. Like it wasn't I'm not saying that you can't understand NBA YoungBoy. Like if you listen, you listen. If you don't, you don't. But I think that there was something about AI YoungBoy that kind of just made it incredibly special, and I got vibes of that in in this album from the Bayou with. Um, safer, safe than sorry, and stuff like that, and then heart and soul. Those were really good songs, like really well overall put together songs that matched together in the album. Not matched identical or repetition wise, but the vibe and the energy of it matched, and it really worked on that album. And I think that you know when you look at AI Youngboy, it has just nonstop. There's not a skippable track on it. There's not a skippable track on that album, and I don't think NBA Youngboy's ever been able to put out an album like that again, other than maybe 38K Baby, but that album came out before uh, AI Youngboy. So, I don't know, maybe there's something in that recipe, that secret sauce for AI, AI Youngboy, that that masterpiece of an album, but I really do believe that, you know, hopefully we'll be able to see and hear uh, him recapture that sound and recapture that vibe and energy so that we can kind of kind of go back to that you know, that late 2010s phase of music when it was just so goddamn good. It was so fucking good. It was just a vibe. Every every artist back then, you know, Denzel Curry, Lil Uzi, Playboy, NBA, Kodak, Lil Yachty, um, fucking No Cap. I mean, there's so many, fucking G Herbo, fucking Dave East, so many G's, so many guys that came out of that time frame and I'm glad that, you know, I was able to be there for it and witness it because it was historic. Now we're seeing the game change because of these individuals, because of these guys. And uh, NBA Youngboy is a big reason the game is the way it is. He is. And that's, you know, just a fact. I mean, he's gotten Ja Ja Morant indirectly in so much trouble. And, uh, you know, how many other people out there, you know, head bopping and jamming out to NBA Youngboy, using that mentality and that energy to kind of power through the day and fight through the day. Not fight like other people, but fight through, you know, the hard work, fight through school, fight through the tedious bullshit in life. That's what I love about NBA Youngboy's music as well, is like you're able to kind of pop your earbud in and like, bro, you'll, you want to fight through a brick wall. Like you want to run through a mountain type shit. Um, and that's what he's able to do for me. Like, it's kind of motivational and inspirational, and it's able to make you feel something. I feel like that's a good thing. I'm not saying that all the lyrics are good or motivational, but I'm saying just overall, the, the energy that's passed on through the music from him is always 
like a, a positive thing in a sense. It could be used for a positive thing. Like if you're able to use this music for a working out, getting through schoolwork, getting through school, getting through your shift, then that's positive. But if you use this music to go gangbang, to go fight, to go kick someone's ass, whatever, you know, that's not the music's fault. That's the person's, obviously. It's, you know, and people saying that music influences bad behavior, especially music like NBA Young Boys, I just say, then turn off your phone. If you can't listen to music without literally acting a fool, then that's on you. That's not on the musician. That's not on the art. You never try and silence art. We've seen that happen, and that's just not okay. We've seen books get burned. We've seen that shit go through, you know, time and time again. And that kind of propaganda about music, especially rap, is just complete bullshit. I grew up listening to rap, and I'll say one thing. It is the only music I listen to, and it's not narrow-minded. I have so many different artists that are in different subgenres of rap and hip-hop, but I just think it's the most enjoyable, most entertaining, most thought-out and productive and high-valued production-wise music. And I really just enjoy overall being able to relate to a lot of it. I relate to rap more than anything. There's more rap, like, rap artists and songs and hip-hop and rap that I can relate to more than any other genre. And I think there's a lot of people like that nowadays, so... Just definitely wanted to, you know, kind of break down that conversation a little bit. But make sure you all are following us on all of our social media platforms at Tea Time Reports on Instagram, Twitter, Threads, and TikTok. And uh, make sure you guys are interactive with us. Follow us, like our pictures, like the stories. Any kind of support or interaction is greatly appreciated. And I really appreciate everyone for tuning in to the uh, the review and album review of. From the Bayou by NBA Youngboy and Birdman from 2021. It's a 13-track album that was just absolutely a gem in time. If you've not checked it out, please do for yourself because it is absolutely worth it. And, you know, anytime, you know, honestly, you know, if you're at the gym, in the car, on the way to work, on the way home, wherever, whenever, there's definitely a couple songs on here for you. Definitely check out that album. This is Trevor. Thank you for this uh, album breakdown and album coverage for from Tea Time Reports. Take care. Peace.